Hello, welcome to Family Planet 365. Now, first, I want you to stop, take a look around wherever you are. Maybe you're in the car, maybe you're listening at home, at the gym, or at the office. Wherever you are, ask yourself, is there order where I'm standing? Meaning, are there are the things in their place or is there stuff everywhere? Chances are there is room for improvement, whether you consider yourself an organized person, an in-between person, or maybe you're just being honest and you know what, you're not so organized. It's time to get organized and that's what we're going to be talking about on today's show. But first, our lovely intro. Back in a minute. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Family Planet 365 with Melina Jackson, only on LA Talk Radio. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. I am so looking forward to today's topic. We are going to discuss home organization tips. I have this phrase that I like to say. It says, let's get organized. If you've been listening to this show for even the last few weeks, you'll know that I always mention being organized because that is one of my greatest challenges as a mom is to be organized, have everything in its place. And let me drill back a little bit. I am not like the perfectionist A type everything, you know, don't touch anything, don't sit there. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I am just simply referring to being the type of person who has it together enough not to have to search for keys in the morning or look for that piece of paper that I need or a document or I like things to be where they need to be. So when I need them, I know where to go. That's all I'm asking. And that's not asking too much. Well, today we have professional organizer Robin Reynolds here from Organize to Harmonize. She's going to be here to help us get out of overwhelm and get our house in order. She'll be joining us in a bit. But let me just share with you guys. Um, subject change. I had to pause for a minute. Like, okay, how am I going to transition? I am so excited, guys. Do you know, I, it's, I think it's on my bio, but I have a book called you can have it all in date night too. how to reclaim your life as a mom. And it is now out in hard copy. Now I debuted the book about a year ago as an ebook. Cause I was like, you know what? I have some things I want to say and I want to get some things off my chest. So I put it on ebook and I said, you know, what? I just want to keep it simple. It's a quick read. It's about, you know, being a mom and not being overwhelmed. Like if you, for me, I was like, had these back-to-back pregnancies, and it was like, for a long time, I didn't know who I was. I was like, am I just a baby-making machine? Like, I forgot why I was here. I know I wanted, I always wanted to be in news, and I did, to my credit, I was able to go complete my graduate studies while I was pregnant and had the baby, like, the day after graduation, which was crazy, but for a long time, I just was like, Hello, I, I have dreams. I have goals. It's not just nursing and, 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 you know, taking care of babies. And not to say that that's nothing because that's everything. However, I know for me, 
that wasn't my hardcore truth. There were other things that I wanted to do with my life. And so this is my manifesto, if you will. You can't have it all in date night too. How to Reclaim Your Life as a Mom. And it is now available as a hard copy. So um, to gear up for my next book, which is going to be lovely, right? I'm going to put the release date out there. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Okay, this summer. I promise I will deliver the second book this summer. However, you need to get caught up. So if you're not an ebook or perhaps you read it on ebook, but now you want a hard copy, make sure you go to Amazon and order your hard copy. And next week I'll start reading like little excerpts from it and then we'll discuss it. And perhaps I will even go to my social media and say, hey, what questions do you have? And the cool thing about a hard copy is you can write notes in the margins, perhaps um, think about like how that applies to your life. Because that's what we're about here at Family Planet 365. It's about what can we do now to live our best lives? It's not, you know, the children are little, um, I'm stressed out, I have to, you know, raise this family. When they get older, we'll travel. Or when they get older, we'll eat better or whatever. It's about right now in this moment because that's all we have is right now. So why put it off, right? So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Family Planet 365. I'm your host, Melina Jackson, and I am so excited about our topic today because we are going to get organized, and our guest just walked in, so I'm even more excited now. Um, But if you've been listening to this show, you know that organization is one of my biggest challenges, and it's something that, like I said, I don't like when I go places and, you know, you go to people's houses and you kind of feel, I can pick up on vibes so quickly like it's a gift and I know immediately when I'm in someone's house like if they really don't want you to touch their stuff you know so I love beautiful things and I love to uh, experience beautiful things I like to be in people's homes that are beautiful but if it's not a home like if it's a house and not a home and you can't sit on the furniture you know you putting your drink on the table they run in to get a coaster which is cool but it's just the way you do things and and I like to think that I'm that type of person Like, I have a nice home. I have nice things. I don't believe in, like, you know, just because you have children buying cheap furniture and stuff. But I'm not the type of mom who's like, don't sit there. Don't do this. You know, full disclosure, I was the type of mom to let my kids write on the wall. Because you know what? That helps them learn how to write and how to spell and how to read. And you could paint over the wall. Like, that's not a big deal. And it's just a phase. You know, a lot of my family members are like, oh, your kids just walk all over you. Because they're old school and they're from the South, right? But... In hindsight, that was like a year, and that's just, it's it's like a a blink of an eye. Now they're eight, seven, and eight. My oldest is 14. We're out of that stage. And you know what? To keep it going, I still measure our height on the wall. So I use, I take out a Sharpie, and every quarter, we met, well, they don't measure my height. They always think, oh, we're taller than you now. But I still write, I have that section on the wall where we write and we, we mark their height. Because I think that's, life is for the living like why be so uptight like you can't do this you can't do that I'll give you an example we went to someone's house it was a birthday party and one of the children were leaning on the wall and the mom said please don't lean on the wall because you'll dirty it and I was taken back by that I was like well why you know (laughs) like you could just wipe the wall because that's one of the things you do when you clean You, you get some cleaner and you can And if you get certain kind of paint, like that's another topic too. Like there's certain types of paint that you can use in your home that's easily, you could easily wipe it down. So you don't have to worry about like handprints. 
And a lot of moms now are using like this chalkboard paint. So their kids can use chalk and write on, you know, write like their chores on the wall or whatever. So there are ways around that. Like there's no excuse. There's two reasons, two things. There's no excuse to have a messy home. And there's no excuse to be uptight about having an organized home because there is an in-between. And that's why we're here today. We're going to find a happy medium. We're going to have our special guest on. And I want to spend as much time as I can with this guest. So I'm not going to delay any further. I want to go ahead and introduce our guest today. Um, Because, you know, getting organized and doing it better is my jam. So let's get into this, shall we? All right. So Robin founded her company, Organize to Harmonize, in 2008. Although she has been organizing since she was a child, she is a certified professional organizer and a longtime member of NAPO, which stands for National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. She has played an integral role in the NAPO, NAPO Los Angeles chapter, as a volunteer and board member, and as a co-chair of the 2012 Organizing Awards. In addition to being quoted in the Huffington Post, Women's Day Magazine, and numerous other publications, Robin has also worked on the television show Hoarders. That should be interesting. And she is a published author. She has been involved with numerous local charities that are close to her heart, including Dress for Success, Souls for Souls, One Warm Coat, and others. When Robin is not organizing and harmonizing her clients, she is spending time with her teen daughter, whom she treasures, and she leads a healthy lifestyle. Welcome, Robin Reynolds. Thank you so much. I appreciate you asking me to come in. This is great. Awesome. I know. I You know what led me to you? I was like, you know what? I got to get, I want to start um, discussing organization. Uh-huh. And I said, who can I find? And I immediately went to my um, BNI chapter. And for some reason, the person that was there wasn't, you know, in the chapter anymore. So I was like, okay, what can I do? I'm feeling, can, let me turn you down a little bit. I hear it feels really loud. Um, and so I said, professional organizers in Southern California. And organized to harmonize came. I was like, full disclosure, right? Because there's no, you know, we just be authentic here. I was like, okay, that's that's the one. She's the one. The name is, this is exactly what I'm talking about because I tell my husband this all the time, like, babe, your car, sorry, babe, your car is a mess. That means that's what's going on in your head. So when you said organize to harmonize, it's like, yes, that's why for me, organization is harmony. And and you you are the one. So I'm so glad that your schedule was able to open up and you're able to join me today. I know. It all just worked out great. Yeah. See, when it's meant to be, it's meant to be, right? Absolutely. And you found it okay? Yeah. I actually live like two did you know that before? When I saw the address, yeah. Oh, see that? So you know what? Now you will be a friend to the show, like Wendy Williams says. You're a friend to the show. So when we have an organization question, I, I want to say there's probably a National Organization Month. And maybe we yes. do something, because you it's can just January. walk here in January. It's so much. Done. Friend to the show, let's plan something to keep these people organized, because everybody wants to do it better. They might not admit it, but they do. They want to do it better, oh, right? Absolutely. Especially when you're a mom, because my biggest thing is, like, I was one, I didn't want to forget stuff and leave things behind, right? So it's like, okay, I always, even now at restaurants, my kids are older, when we get up, 
everybody leaves the table and I walk away and I always stop and take that one last look <laughs> to make sure like there's no shoe left, there isn't a purse, you know, because it's just, uh, to me that I don't like leaving things behind. I don't like looking for things. Now is your volume okay? Does it sound kind of weird to you? No, it's fine. Okay, good, yeah, okay. All right, so before we dig in now, okay. Robin. How, you say you've been organizing since you were a child. First of all, tell me about the title of your company. Do you go by Organize to Harmonize? Yes. How did you come up with that name? You know what? I don't really know. I knew I wanted something that was, because I'm very spiritual and very, um, I wanted something with a Zen feel and something that would actually relay that to somebody. And many times I have ended up booking clients just on my company name. So really? it's, yeah, because they're like, I love the name of your company. It so resonates with me. And, you know, as I was thinking of things, you know, what do I want, whatever, I wanted something obviously that would say what I did and then something that would relay to the client what they're going to get out of it. And when they see the organized to harmonize, it completely resonates with most people. And I honestly get jobs just from my company name. Absolutely, because I can honestly say that's what drew me to you. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's awesome. And you say that you've been organizing since you were a child. Tell me about that. I was just one of those kids that I would get bored and, like, you know, switch rooms with somebody in the house or rearrange my room. And I do that now. My daughter hates it. But I'm like, <laughs> especially those rainy days, which are rare in Southern yeah. California. But, you know, when it's like we have a day in the house. I'm like, guess what today is? And I start rearranging furniture because I get bored with stuff. And I'm like, or, you know, I look in the cabinets. I'm like, I'm sure I could reorganize this better. I'm just crazy like that. Yeah, that's how you're built. <laughs> but, you know, kudos to you that you were able to follow your passion because it sounds like that's something that, you know, you were brought here to do and you're doing it. Well, you know, it's weird because I've had many careers or things before I found organization, which I never even knew it was a profession. And I don't remember how I actually found out it was a profession, but when I did, I found out that there was a national association, and it's actually NAPO. Everybody says NAPO, but it's NAPO. NAPO. Thank you, NAPO. Um, and so I joined NAPO. I was working full-time, and I just started doing it then. You know, it takes a while to get any business going, especially right. when it's a service business. And then I ended up getting laid off from my job because this was 2008 when the yeah. economy tanked. Mm -hmm. So I just put all my energy into starting my business. And here I am 10 years later. 10 years, a decade. That is so awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. I can't even believe it. I'm like, whoa, it really go? has been 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that time go? I have no idea. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Where does time go anywhere? I know. You know? I know. You look up. <laughs> like, even now, it's April. So. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. Robin, what would you say though is one, this might be a, an interesting question, but what is your favorite project? Like, do you like kitchen pantries? Do you like homes? My favorites are actually closet design. Okay. Tell but, me why. Because it's, it's just very creative. You know, you can literally take a blank space and just create something that is going to be useful for what somebody has you know i don't have a blanket system oh you should need you need double hang here and this there and whatever i tailor it to exactly what the customer and the client has so if they don't need any long hang they don't get any long hang 
If they only wear long hang and they don't need short hang, they don't get any short hang. You know, within reason, of course, because we all have, you know, probably more stuff than we need. Mm -hmm. But I really enjoy that aspect of it. Closet design. Yeah. I love it all. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it all. But that's probably my favorite. Because, and do you, would you say that people are more uninhibited when it comes to closet design versus you coming in and like redesigning the living room or the family room? Well, I mean, I don't redesign those spaces. Okay. You know, but. But organize. Yeah, but there's always a caveat. You know, it's like people, kind of thing that people want to clean before the housekeeper comes. Yes, I want to. And people are like, oh, I was going to do this, and then I, you know, I feel embarrassed or whatever. Yeah. And I always tell people, you have to think of me as your doctor. Okay. If you have a rash on your butt, you're going to go to the doctor, you're going to drop your pants and show them the rash on your butt. <laughs> That's, That's true. It's the same thing. You know, it's no judgment. It's just, you know, you brought in a professional to help you with your issues, and I'm going to be the one to help you. Because it really is a brain-based thing. Not everybody's brain works the same way. So while my brain can see things that aren't right in front of them, everybody else has their own strength. You know, somebody may be a computer whiz, somebody may be a this, somebody may be a that. And don't ask me to do those things because that's not where my strength lies. So it's really how your brain works. Oh, and so, okay, the embarrassment part. Uh-huh. I like you brought that, brought that up because I do, I have been places where people say, don't go in that room, close that door. And I'm like, just own it. Like, yeah. You know? And when people apologize when you go over and it's messy yeah, or this or that. Oh, and my gosh. I, I always say, you know what? I'm not going to apologize because there are times that my house may be messy or mm -hmm. whatever. If you don't like my the way my house looks, you don't have to come in. Mm -hmm. That's just That's the right. way I look so at it. So never apologize. Absolutely not. I agree. You know, I remember it's your, home. it's your home and it's your space, right? Own it, you know, and enjoy it. I remember when I had my two youngest children, and I'm, I like to have toys. Like, they're not everywhere, but I like them on each, you know, level or whatever, so they're accessible. Because at first I was like, oh, just toys in the room. Mm -hmm. But you know that doesn't work with little kids. Yeah. And I remember my neighbor came over, and she was just looking around. She's like, Melina, wow, treasure this time. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? There's toys everywhere. She's like, because one day there's not going to be toys. Because our children were in their 20s. Uh -huh. And she said, I remember those days. And it made me, it just really was like, oh, that's so good. That's a great reminder or gem. Yeah. Because, like you said, don't apologize. Own it. And if you don't like it. Because it's your home. You're entitled to live however you want to live. Now, of course, you should live in an organized fashion, but that's beside the point. Yeah, because that's my next question. Like, okay, so you're, 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 the name of your company is Organized to Harmonize. Do you, you believe that organization is the key to harmonize? Is it har harmony? Is the key to harmony? Well, you know, it's twofold because organizing can give you the sense of peace yes. and calm because you're not running around looking for things all the time. You're not buying 12 of the same thing because you know exactly where it belongs. So you're going back to that, that place in order to find it. So in that sense, yes, that gives you a sense of peace, calm, harmony, you know, but at the other, on the other hand, it doesn't, it's not like you have to be organized to have harmony, but it certainly helps. Okay. You know, people may find their harmony in something else. People may find their harmony in, in clutter. Who knows? Really? I mean, I don't know those people. You know, that's not, that's probably antithesis to what I do. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Maybe somebody has their, their own 
uh, definition of what harmony is for them. Got it. You know, like everybody has their own definition of what success, success is. is. Yeah. Maybe they have their own de- definition of what harmony is for them. But, you know, for most people, just having that awe feeling and just being able to relax, you know, that gives them that harmony and that zen. And that changes your life in a sense because of Absolutely. the stress levels. There's so many benefits to it. It reduces your stress. It saves you money because you're not buying oh, yeah, 10 buying things, things over, over the... Over. Yeah, because it's like, where did that screwdriver go? Well, if it wasn't back in the screwdriver home, you wouldn't have to buy another one when you were looking for it. <laughs> I just thought, when I, uh, first met, when I first started dating my husband, I remember I went to his house. He had four, you know, the Pyrex measuring cups? Uh-huh. Four of them. And I over the years, at first I thought it was cute. Oh, that's cute. You got four. But over the years, I realized why. Because you can find them. Therefore, there's my life, right? Yeah. You know? But you're, you're right because you're, you're buying things over and over. Absolutely. Because you can't find stuff. Or would you say that, like I mentioned, leaving things behind. Is that a sense of being organized, too? Like when you leave things? Yeah, but it also may be that you're bringing too much stuff with you, depending <laughs> on where you're going. You know, it's not like you're going on vacation. If you're just going out to dinner with kids or whatever, you know, you don't need to bring the whole toy chest in order to keep them occupied. You know, you bring a couple of things and then you know you have two or three things that you're picking up in order to take home with you. Mm. Instead of having, you know, a bucket full of things so it's like, where's this and where's that and where's the other thing? You know, because you're only gone for an hour and a half maybe. That's right. If you're going out to dinner, you know. And it also teaches them discipline, you know, because you don't need to have your brain occupied every second. You know, I like that. We yeah. did well with you know a crayon and a pencil, crossword and puzzles. A, a, you know crayon and paper. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You That's know, right. Simple. Very. Okay, so especially now today with more stuff, mm-hmm. it's like you know how do how do we simplify in this you know unsimplified yeah day and age? Well, what would be some of the um, I mentioned you know give me five tips. I have a, it's like a net. Um, <laughs> Five uh, tips, or I wouldn't even say tips, just things that you know, like tools of the trade okay. that could help any mom. Because I'm here to be of service to parents. I say moms all the time because from where I come from, and it could be kind of uh, antiquated in a sense, but moms typically are the ones who, I know in my household, and when, the way I, this is the way I grew up. So this is nothing on, you know, the way it is today because things change, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just speaking from my experience. Like, I'm the one who has to make sure that the homework is done every night. And homework now is due every day. And when that happened, I was like, oh, my gosh. How are we going to do this? Because we would wait till Wednesday to get all the homework done for Friday. Now we got to really be on it. Right. So now folders got to be in backpacks in the morning so we can get out on time. Because being organized is getting your kids to school on time. Yeah. And even preschool, like when they're in preschool, I remember... When my children were in preschool, and I would get them, like, they want them there by 9 o'clock. Because technically it's preschool, right? Like, they could, it's whatever. But, but the teacher pulled me aside. She was like, Miss Jackson, I would really would like for you to get your daughter here by 9 because we do circle time. And that's, and she was getting there at 10, 20. Yeah. You know, because we just got, we got things we got to take care of in the morning. So I know being organized is part of getting your kids to school on time. Like, if they're late all the time, we got to look at that. But when homework started being due every day that I really had to like say okay it's a straight and narrow now 
But so from my experience, I'm the one that for sure is taking care of the kids, like getting the immunizations. When is it time for the six the six month dental mm -hmm. cleaning? All that stuff. You gotta manage that. It's management. And the older I get, Robin, the more I realize that outside of let's not just take away the clutter. Like you gotta organize your life. Like you gotta manage. Just take away organization. You really gotta manage your life to be in what I define as successful. Because when you let things go, like credit, you gotta manage your credit. Right. You gotta manage credit card um, amounts. You gotta manage shit. That's what I wanna say. Or it's just gonna be like chaotic. And I, I'm, I guess that's just my. I'm getting wiser as I get older because mm -hmm. we're like. Oh, you know, case a rock, What is that? Case a What would be? Will be? Right. Can't. Especially not when you have other people involved. So, the reason why I'm asking you, like, from what you, from your experience, what are like the top five things you know? Like, you know what? If you don't do anything else, do this. Well, I always say, you know, because people ask me, well, how do you get organized? The first thing is, as I slightly mentioned before, everything has to have a home. Everything needs to belong somewhere. And everybody in the household needs to know where that thing belongs. And I don't care whether you're two or whether you're 20 or whether you're 50. If the, you know, the towel goes here, then everybody needs to know where that towel is or the whatever so that when it comes out of use, when you need it, you take it out, but then you know where it goes back. Mm. So, and that's, it's really just a matter of systems. Systems, ah. Oh. So that's, what it, that's the, what it boils down to. In addition, I always say, in order to organize, you have to containerize. So things need to be in something. Because if you just throw, especially little things in a cabinet or even in a drawer, it's just one big giant mess. You still can't find what you're looking for. You can find these days organization products for any and everything. So literally, they will, there is nothing that you couldn't find that you could use. Inside a drawer, you can find drawer organizers. In one, you put your pens. In one, you put your pencils. In one, you put your erasers. In one, you put your clips, your, your thumbtacks, whatever it is, you know, so that you can organize everything. In the cabinets, you could even have one bin that's full of cold medicine, one bin that's full of hair products, one bin that's full of uh, toothpaste and toothbrushes if you have excess. So there's always something that you can organize that way and to make it easy for everybody, you could label everything. Yeah, because that way, when you need it, it's like, oh, honey, go get me the cold medicine. There's no need to find out which one. They could just bring the bin and then you've got it. And that way, when it's, uh, even if you take out that one item, then you know exactly which bin that one goes back into. And that goes for anything, whether it's craft supplies, school supplies, in the kitchen, uh, any and everything, you know, toys, everything in so the garage, everything should have a home wherever that home is going to be. And obviously that it should make sense. You're not going to put the, the cold medicine in the garage, <laughs> yeah. you know, so it's got to make sense. But some people do keep their, you know, like cold medicine and drugstore stuff in the kitchen. Yeah, I do. You know, so there's one cabinet that you put that stuff in. So there's, you know, those t really are the main things that have to do with organization that will help to keep someone organized. What about those who have a lot of clothes? The one thing I say is we're an abundant society and we get a whole lot more than we get rid of. 
and there is not a person on the planet that wears every single thing that they own. There just isn't. So you may wear it once, and you may not wear it again for years, literally. So, you know, regularly people should go through their wardrobe just to see what it is that they really wear, whether it's something that doesn't fit anymore, something that's out of fashion that they won't wear anymore, or whatever it is, just regularly go through it. And a good way to actually keep it really organized is to color code it. So put all your... (laughs) So you have all your pants together, all your skirts together, all your dresses together, all your blouses together, and then color code within that because then you actually know what it is that you have. So that even the next time you're shopping, if you say, if you now have color coded and you see that you have 10 white t-shirts and you go to buy another white t-shirt, oh, I don't really need another white t-shirt. I need to, you know, I should get a different color. Because then you actually can see what you have. Because if everything's all jumbled up in the closet, you don't really know what you have, nor can you actually find it or find something when you're looking for it. Because you have no idea where it is. It's all jumbled up. So color code the hanger, or do you color code the the clothes? The item, the clothing. Oh. Yeah. So you put all your, you know, and I kind of just do it from like kind of light to dark. Mm -hmm. So all the whites, then the cream, then the yellow, then the peach, then an orange and a pink and a, yes. And then you can actually see what you have. And you'll be like, I know for some reason I'm partial to gray. I got a whole lot of gray clothes. And I still, every time I'm shopping, it's like, ooh, it's like a magnet that calls me. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, but I'm like, depending on what it is, oh, I don't need another gray cardigan or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, because I know what it is that I have. But if I didn't know, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, let me take that one or let me take that one. Or I wouldn't be able to find it. But even getting back to stuff that we keep, you know, Everybody has those jeans that they want to one day fit into yeah. again, or even a whole lot of clothes that they want to fit into again. You know, and that's all well and good, but I always say, usually for most people, it is years and years since they've worn them. And I always say, by the time you lose that weight, if it actually happens, you're gonna to want to reward yourself with a new wardrobe anyway. <laughs> so why not get rid of that stuff? Because you're gonna to want to go shopping anyway, plus by then it may be out of style. Because they just change so much. You know, even jeans change. You got high waist, you got low waist, you got tight, skinny jeans, you got wide leg, you know. So there's, you know, there's no real reason to hold on to that stuff out of people just not liking to let go of stuff. But how often do you think you should, like, look at, like, evaluate what you have as far as clothing? I would say at least twice a year. Okay. You know, like maybe, I mean, because we don't really have four seasons in California. Or in Southern California, but I would say at least once in the spring, summer, and then once in the fall, winter. So that at least you're, because you always want to buy new stuff Mm -hmm. for the season. Mm -hmm. So that way you're getting rid of some stuff also to make room for the new stuff. And the thing that I hear all the time too is like, well, I don't want to get rid of it because it was so much money. The only way to get around that is to stop buying expensive things or you have to be okay with, the amount of money that you paid for it and the time that you've had it. You know, like that you've gotten your money's worth. Okay, it was a $500 purse, but you've had it for five years. That's only $100 a year. Oh, look at it that way. Break it down. Yeah. So when you look at it, it's really pennies on on the day. 
So then it doesn't feel so bad. Yeah, because I, I know I have a lot of like emotional ties to things as far as like I don't think I'm a hoarder, but it's hard for me to get rid of things. I'm like, oh, well, I got that one this. Um, like recently I was cleaning out my closet and I noticed I had like a lot of Dooney and Burt bags. Mm-hmm. And those came out when I was in the seventh grade. I'm 41 now. And it was hard for me. I kept asking my daughter, are you sure, Naya, you don't want this? She's like, no. And I'm like, Naya, I had this. This were in seventh grade. Like, everybody was like, well, I don't want it. And I'm like, well, what do I do? Because this is important. Like, I, this was really big for me. And I did eventually just, I gave them to Goodwill. But I was like, maybe one day they'll come back. Then what? You know? Or- but there's always that one day syndrome. You know? One day this is going to happen. Or one day that's going to happen. You can't worry about one day. You have to live in the moment because by holding on to this stuff of one day, you know, you may have limited space. So now are you inhibiting what your life is like today because of those one day items? Yes. That's the thing you have to look at, you know, and then you could have sold those or whatever. It's like there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, you know, I want to hold on. But the big thing that people do is they equate people or memories with an item. And that's why they don't want to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. But that the memory is not in that item. The memory is in them, in their brain, in their heart. That's where the memory is. You know, especially when people pass away. It's like, oh, I don't want to get rid of, you know, this or that or the other thing. But the question is, you know, if I take away that blouse that your mother owned and got rid of that, are you going to forget about your mother? No. No. But they put so much attachment into that item, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, in a way irrational because the item is not going to be there, you know, isn't always going to be there. Because I always, you know, to get really drastic with people, I would say if there was a fire tomorrow, God forbid, and you lost everything, are you going to forget about the people that were in your life? No. No. They're just things. They're just items. They're all can be replaced and don't you know i get the whole thing about pictures that's i'm not talking about pictures okay, yeah but i'm talking about the real things tangible like yeah okay you know clothing and and you know Knick-knacks furniture and exactly and then it's like oh i can't get rid of this one because so and so gave it to me and they're going to be mad once it is yours it is a gift given to you you ha- are allowed to do whatever it is that you want with that item. Yes. And if they really cared that much, then they would have actually given you something that you liked. Oh, I see. Because why would you even contemplate giving it away? Right. Oh, wow. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, what would you say to the person or the, the parent who keeps going to garage sales? Because that can get tricky, too. Like, you're literally buying other people's junk. That's that's the, like, you could find treasures, but when you know that you have all this stuff at home and you still go out and you get, you know, you're just going to these garage sales. Like, what is there a rule to garage sales? There's not a rule to garage sale. I mean, it's just another place to go shopping. Okay. You know, it's really okay. about the shopping, you know, mm-hmm. and shopping is an addiction for some people. It truly it's is. It's like therapy, in a sense, to me. Well, but it's also immediate gratification Mm -hmm. that's really for like us uh, um, because they're not they're lacking something else 
you know. Okay. So it's like filling a uh, It fills a void. Void, yeah. Okay, I can see it that. Fills put a, a band-aid. It's putting a band-aid on. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, "Oh, I can do this and I can feel good in this moment." Mhm. But the reason that they want to feel good or why they're not feeling good, that thing still exists because yes. they're not dealing with it. I like that. That's a good point. Well, okay. How do you know though when you have? Okay, if you're okay, what would you say to someone who feels overwhelmed? Like, I, obviously, that's when they call you in. Like, give, what was? What's, how does someone know they need a professional organizer? Like, maybe they can't do it. Anybody that feels that can do it. Literally, I've been called in to deal with a pile. One pile oh. on someone's kitchen. See, I always think of like professional organizers like this big project. You got to have something big. But that makes sense. A one pile of like papers. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's going to be my Now, mind story. you, okay. <laughs> we do have a, a, a three-hour minimum. Right. But, you know, that is the thing that bugs them. You know, because sometimes mm-hmm. I walk into some people's homes and I'm looking around and I'm like, mm, why am I here? Oh, okay. You know? okay. But... You know, it's not on the outside, it's on the inside. So it's like all the closets, you open up a closet, it's like, oh, that's why I'm here. Because everything is just shoved in and there's no order to the closets. Mm -hmm. So what the space looks like on the outside is very different from where they kind of shove everything. So that's, that's, you know, another reason that people bring me in. You know, it's not that there has to be stuff all over okay. the place. Like a hoarder, because I thought about it. Yeah, that. no. People have their own uh, judge of what is comfortable for them and what's not. And when it's not comfortable for them, then they want some help with it. Okay. And that's a case-by-case basis. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what is your take on magazines? Like, we have magazines from 1999 that I really want to get rid of, but for whatever reason, we just have it. Do you, I mean, how do you, what, well, the first question I ask is, what are you, why are you holding on to it? Are you rereading it? Is there something in there you want? My husband said he's going to go back and get all the articles out that he needs from that. From 1999? Yeah. It ain't happening. I know it's not happening. (laughs) That's almost 20 years ago. He's not going back anywhere to get anything. The thing is, if you want an article from that, then, you know, mostly everything's online anyway. You can Google, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever topic and get the same information that was on that article if you're not even finding that exact article. But if you really wanted it, then you should have pulled it out right then and then scanned it so it's in the computer and then gotten rid of it. Because literally, you're talking about even if it's one magazine that comes out monthly from 20 years ago, you've got a lot of magazines. You've got hundreds. And it's just taking up space. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's taking up valuable real estate. Mm -hmm. Unless you live in a mansion, Mm -hmm. it's valuable real estate. Sure is. Because that's like with the newspaper delivery. I was like, we got to stop. I don't want the paper anymore. Because they were literally like just piling up. Read it online. Yeah. You could get a subscription online and then paper. That's the thing, you know, in today's society, which I'm sure at some point Mm -hmm. we will be a paperless society. Okay. Because that's the direction that we're headed. As it is, you can pay for everything with your phone. With Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, Venmo, PayPal. I mean, everything. Endless. You don't even need money. Mm-hmm. Like ca- like tangible, tangible mm-hmm. money to be able to pay for things. So we're headed towards a paperless society. So the more that you can be paperless, whether it's with bills or with articles or things of interest, 
the easier it's going to be making that transition because we're already transitioning. I now, like that. I don't know when it's going to happen, you know, when we'll truly be paperless, but it's headed in that direction. Yeah, because I like paperless building, building because when the mail comes, like, you don't have to worry about the envelope sitting on, like, I have a basket, and I promise you, like, by the end of the week, it's just full of everything, and I have to go through it and prune it. So now anytime I have the option to be paperless, I go paperless because yeah. that's one less thing to have to get in the mail, open up, mm-hmm. and manage. Right. You know? So let's talk again. So we said the the things that you would, the tips that you would give, you know, a home for everything. Yes. Don't just have little things, you know, hanging out. They Everything needs a home. Yeah. But it could be little or small. Even when you the kids come home with their backpacks, where do they put them? Okay. Yeah. You know, where do they do homework? Where do they put their jackets if they have a jacket? You know, like there needs to be a home for everything. Where do you put your purse when you come in? Does it just, where do you put your keys? And then people are spending so much time mm-hmm. looking for keys. And hooks are your friend. Hooks are my friend. Hooks or even just having a little uh, dish or something by the front door. So that you, when you come in, you drop your keys there, your sunglasses, whatever. And then you pick them up before you leave when you're going back out. I like that. That does simplify. Yeah. And it could be a pretty dish, too. Yeah. Yeah? It's all about pretty. Yeah. (laughs) The aesthetics (laughs) of it all. But, okay, so big or small, where does it go? It has, you know, need to know where it goes. Labeling, you mentioned label. Labels are good. So the little ones, like, you can tell them, like, go get the bin for the cold medicine. Yeah. Go get. And even when they're, especially with the toys, even when they're little. Uh Uh-huh. You can put pictures of things on their, <laughs> oh, on their containers cute. of I've seen that toys at preschools. Uh-huh. So that they know where to go. Because they're not reading at two, three years old for the most part. But they can identify this is where the cars go. This is where the blocks go. This is for dolls. This is for, you know, whatever. I like that. And it makes it easier. And it gives them, respon- it teaches them responsibility in, in the meantime. You know, because I go through so many times and people are always saying, oh, my God, I hate cleaning up after my kids. And in my head, I'm like, well, why are you doing it? Why are you not teaching your children to pick up after themselves? Because then you're going to be picking up toys today. You're going to be picking up their clothes tomorrow. Then you're going to be picking up all their problems when they're in their 20s. Wow. Start young. Because it just goes from one level to the next. Mm-hmm. With the, okay. I believe so. Wow. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. So we got that. Then label. You can use pictures. Yeah. And containerize. Containerize. Now, is there containers that you recommend? There's five bazillion containers. Okay. You can get really pretty, gorgeous ones, and you can literally get them at the 99-cent store. Okay. So, I mean, you and you can make your own. How? Shoe boxes. Oh. Cereal boxes. Uh, cartons, of, uh, cartons of juice, milk. Cut things down. You don't even have to spend money if these are things that you're buying all the time. So Just you get creative. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need you. It really doesn't need to cost you anything to be organized because you can make your own drawer dividers, make all kinds of things. Even with the shoe boxes, you can decorate them and, you know, it has a lid on it. Label it. You've got your container there for whatever. Yeah. I like that because I've noticed like at Ikea, they have like the cardboard boxes mm-hmm. that you can they have pretty decorations on them or whatever print. But you're right. You could just use a shoe box yep. if you need to, if you need to. And then, Robin, what would you say, though, like, I, I would love to, ha- I like to have, like, this, um, when when the kids were younger, I would take, like, okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to take, set the clock for 10 minutes and just pick up. 
you know, just let's just get the room tidy. Mm-hmm. Is there like um, is there anything like you would any tip you would give like just what you can do on a daily basis to keep things in order in a sense like you know just what things aren't all all over the place. Well, what I did with my daughter was that before she took out something else to play with, she had to put back mm. what she was just playing with. Wow, that's discipline. Because that way you don't end up with everything they own out on the floor. So put back the toy. The you toy you were just playing with and before you get a new one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's like pulling teeth. But okay. But you know what? Kids want structure. I always they say really that. do. Yeah. They feel safer, huh? I don't know what it is, you but know, they like but it. they they really want the structure. You know, that's why even when they you know, act out and whatever, they're just asking for that structure because they've had too much leniency okay they've been able to do what they wanted too long and now you know they really want the structure so it's i believe it's a cry you know kind of like a cry for help yeah and so that's good with organization having your children be involved in the process because it, it gives them it teaches them and it provides the structure that they in order that they pro- they crave absolutely internally. i like that Okay, so then that that's good. So we, I'm just going to recap, and then you're going to tell us a little bit about your book and how we can get in touch with you. Okay. But okay, so just to recap, and I'll include this in the show notes. But the tips to get organized: you want to create a system, whatever system works for you. Like Robin said, youth define success. Success is organization. Success is a case by case basis. There is no one size fits all. So look around your home or wherever you are, and think about you know what will have you feel more organized. So Robin recommended that we do create some type of system for your clothing, like the color coordination, um, going through your clothing. There is no one day, as I learned now, it's not going to happen. So there's only now. And have a place for a home for everything, big or small. And you can label the um, containers with um, words, you know, if your kids are old enough or if they're small, put a picture. Just like at the, the preschool, I always found preschools were a great place to get like some you know tips on like how are they keeping the classroom organized you know even with the little water cups they have and everything but you know look around and see how can you make your place organized and where there's harmony in a sense you know um however you define that so robin tell me the name of your book is it's a to zen 26 tips to inspire organization and it's available on Amazon. Awesome. And it's just a little book literally to keep you motivated to be organized and to get organized. Okay. A to Zen. A to Zen. 26 Tips to Inspire Organization. By Robin Reynolds. Yes. Awesome. And how can we find you if we are needing some organization in our lives? <laughs> uh, my website is www, of course, Organize to Harmonize, and that's the number two. And it's not just me. I have a team of people that also work with us. So there are a lot of us to be able to help you get organized. Awesome. Well, Robin, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and I'm so glad that you were able to join me today. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. It was really great. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you for being here. And I hope to have you back. We'll maybe come up with another topic around organization and maybe answer some questions. Have that'd some be awesome. That would be so fun, right? Yeah, that would be really fun. Cool. Well, if you're hopefully you're not just tuning in, but if you caught the last part of the show, <laughs> you're listening to Family Planet 365. 
I'm your host, Melina Jackson, and my guest today is Robin Reynolds from Organize to Harmonize. And she gave us some tips on, you know, just simple things. That's what I love. It was just so simple. You know, um, she gave us an example of how one client called in, you know, for a stack of papers. Like, whatever is ailing you when it comes to your space and feeling like you got it together, then deal with it. Whether you call in a professional organizer like Robin Reynolds or you create the systems that she recommended. And I'll be sure to include those in our show notes today so that you can refer back to them. And feel free to visit her website, which is organized, the number two, harmonize.com. And you can also check out her book on Amazon, A to Zen. Uh, So you're listening to Family Planet 365. I'm your host, Melina Jackson. Be sure to rate our show. Give us a five-star rating and share it. Share the wealth. You know, spread the good news because it is my goal with Family Planet 365 to serve as a resource to empower and uplift today's families. And that's why we bring topics like this. You know, how can we be a resource? How can we help you live your best life now? And I can tell you that having a nice space and having a space that you, again, don't have to apologize. Like, oh, sorry, excuse the mess. Who cares? Either do something about it or own it but there's no apology because it's your space and like robin said if the person who's visiting you doesn't like it then maybe y'all should meet at starbucks (laughs) (laughs) right so never apologize because this is your this is your life this is your family and you can have it all so make sure you follow us on instagram facebook twitter we're at family planet 365 that's the number 365 next to planet and subscribe to the show on iTunes. So that way you get an automatic update if you're listening live, which is great on LA talk radio. But if you want to listen to us when you're working out, you should subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud because you'll get a lovely notification saying, Hey, there's a new episode up for you, but I come to you every Friday at noon. And I'm so grateful that you were able to join us today. And if you have any organization questions, do send me an email at familyplanet365 at gmail.com. I love to um, address those and maybe we can have it as a topic. So again, thanks for tuning in and I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye for now. You're listening to Family Planet 365 with Melina Jackson, only on LA Talk Radio. 